0: Broadcasting live from Risk World 2022 at the Moscone Center in San Francisco, it's time for Workplace MVP, brought to you by R3 Continuum, a global leader in helping workplaces thrive during disruptive times. Now, here's your host. Hi, everyone. Your host, Amy Gasman, here at the. Risk World 2022 Expo Hall in R3 Continuum's booth. And joining me is Oscar Villanueva, who is with R3 Continuum. Welcome to the show.
1: Hello, Jamie. Good talking with you today.
0: So, talk to me a little bit about the role you play at R3 Continuum.
1: Well, uh, my role is as uh, Managing Director of Security Services for R3 Continuum. And basically, what I do is I support. The organization and clients when it comes to security services, and that could be anything from investigations, protective services, uh, threat assessments, facility security assessments, anything that has to do with physical security, I, um, I am available for clients to, uh, to use and to take advantage of our services.
0: And you know, and from conversations I've had with you, you know, the uniqueness of the services that R three provides is that behavioral health component to the solution. So, talk to me a little bit about that and how that's a differentiator or unique in the marketplace.
1: Well, you know, R three Continuum is uh, is is a leader in behavioral health support and solutions with disruptive event management, crisis response, all of those kinds of uh, services and. Um, Uh, and R3 has been doing it for many, many years and doing it very, very well as a leader in the industry. What uh, makes uh, my uh, contribution to R3 significant is that every time you have a crisis situation, every time you have a workplace violence issue, every time you have a call that you're making to R3 Continuum for services, there's usually a security component that that comes along with that. And uh, you know, having those two services, security and crisis response, along with behavioral health, really does a, a unique and best-in-class uh, response service from R3 Continuum for our clients. So I think it's an important component.
0: Yes, it's almost like they have the holistic response, basically. It's like you can look at it from a physical, you know, what caused the particular, you know, situation or incident, but then also from the behavioral side of it as well. So they're kind of almost getting a comprehensive kind of support from the company, correct?
1: Yes. And I think uh, part of what um, that type of service um, means is that R3 Continuum uses uh, a team of experts approach. So if you come to R3 Continuum and you're getting behavioral health and there's some security question that comes up, uh, I'm brought into the the, the case, the situation, and I provide my, an assessment from a security perspective. And if I'm working on a security issue, you know, the same thing occurs because, uh, you know, R3 Continuum has, has experts in behavioral health. So the combination of the two and a team of experts approach is really what makes it a powerful service for, for our clients.
0: And from a risk insurance perspective, you know, taking and looking at it through that lens... You know, how does that help them from like a litigation perspective or kind of a risk mitigation perspective?
1: Well, for insurance uh, providers, I, I think the most, um, the most important thing is to mitigate uh, crisis and, and even to prevent it if you can. And um, contacting R3 Continuum, for example, I can think of a number of cases where uh, perhaps you had a workplace violence issue that started as a threat And then uh, through our services and doing a threat assessment, we are able to uh, discover what the cause of the uh, threat is, what's behind the the potential violence, and we can provide an assessment as to what the best uh, way is to move forward. And when you do this, you're really either preventing or mitigating risk, which in the insurance world, I'm I'm fairly certain that it's uh, extremely important. The less claims you have... The better off you are, or if you can minimize the claim to the lowest possible level, so that the the loss is uh, contained, then it, it becomes very desirable for an insurance company to use those services.
0: Absolutely, and it also helps holistically for that organization to recover, um, you know, financially, and not only that, but with their people as well.
1: Right? Yeah. So clients that <clears throat> excuse me, clients that use us generally. Um, are able to get um, the situations resolved quicker and people back to work sooner. And in the long run, that results in some significant significant results that really can save not only um, financial resources, but also uh, minimizes the uh, human uh, effects of this type of crisis uh, when it happens to someone at work.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so you are presenting... On Wednesday, um, on the, the human impact or the human cost, the true cost to human um, impact of workplace violence, can you talk a little bit about that presentation that you're giving here at RIMS?
1: Yes, it's on Wednesday at uh, noon at the uh, Thought, Leader, uh, Thought Leader Theater uh, on the exhibit hall. And what I'm going to talk about is the, the true impact of workplace violence on individuals, at the workplace and how it's not just the individuals that are affected at the workplace, but their families, coworkers that maybe were not there at the time. There's a a range of individuals, a a number of people that get affected beyond the victim. And when when you hear about this uh, workplace violence issues um, on the news or in the media, typically you think about the victim, right? The victim was you know, threatened, assaulted, or even killed, unfortunately. Uh, but there's, there's a range of other, there, there's, there's other victims that go along with that particular one that are almost um, unnoticed or unmentioned uh, that also suffer. So I think there is, there's a bit of um, a discussion to be had there, uh, along with also talking about how to mitigate it, how to plan for it, and how to prepare for it, because the better an organization prepares for it, Uh, obviously, the less likely it is that it will happen. And if it does happen, then the impact can be minimized significantly.
0: Yeah, it's almost like a ripple effect, right? You've got your kind of point of impact where you have your most concentrated, impacted employees, but there's always more people that are involved that have to be taken into consideration. And then not only that, how do you support them? To make sure that they, they get the help that they need, you know, being that they might be in more of like a tertiary kind of layer of, of impact and could yeah. get forgotten.
1: That's very true, very yeah. true. And, you know, it all starts with behavioral health because when somebody goes to trauma and crisis, it's really uh, important to get them back to some level of normalcy. It never, yeah. you know, it never it never goes away, you know, the thoughts of being in a workplace violence issue or witnessing a workplace violence homicide or something like that, it really never leaves you. But uh, with behavioral health and psychological support, you can really have people come back to some level of normal and continue their daily lives without it affecting them to a a large extent.
0: Yeah. And what I've heard, and I don't know if you can kind of comment on that. um, I know that there might be others within our 3 that can, but um, as well, but just that there's a different type of you need somebody specialized in, in these types of incidents that it's a different type of coaching or consulting that they're giving to individuals impacted as opposed to, you know, someone that maybe just has like, you know, like a depression or anxiety. It's, it's a different type of support, correct?
1: Well, yes, that has been my experience. And I, I think our 3 Continuum does it very, very well mm-hmm. with the uh, staff of uh, counselors that, that are available and how quickly you can get there to provide the services because, After you have a crisis, it's really critical to have someone get to those individuals as quickly as possible. The sooner they can talk about how they feel and what happened, the the faster they can recover. And so it's it's really critical that uh, that that happens. Yes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So if there are three takeaways or takeaways that you want your audience to be left with after attending your session, what would those be?
1: Well, one is is that... um, it's important to prepare, and in order to prepare, you really need to do a few things, uh, mainly to put together a workplace violence program um, with uh, threat assessment teams, and, and just be ready for anything that comes, because through that process, you can prevent um, you, or you can mitigate um, workplace violence going forward. So that would be number, number one. The second is that the impact of workplace violence on individuals goes far beyond that initial victim, and it really affects their families, their communities, co-workers. So that would be the second takeaway. So when you're thinking about about a workplace violence issue, it's really important to consider who else is being affected by this. Um, So that would be the second uh, takeaway. And the third takeaway that I would like to uh, share is that oftentimes, you know, there's a saying that when you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail, and so many of our clients uh, tend to think about their world on the basis of what they do for a living. For example, they could be in manufacturing, they could be in services, they could be a medical office. And so they, their, their, their worldview always focuses on that type of service or that type of product that they're manufacturing. But in reality, when it comes to workplace violence, it kind of goes outside of that. So you have to, you have to shift your, your paradigm, your thinking to consider, okay, I, I, I am a manufacturing company primarily, but if I have a workplace violence issue, that could be that could be a problem. So I'm going to think about that, I'm going to prepare for that, and I'm just going to go back and do my business because now I'm prepared. Right? Mm-hmm. And the result of that is that oftentimes uh, companies, organizations that have workplace violence issues fail to prepare for it, but when something happens, there's no end to how much money they have to spend on it, and they're gladly spending it. So in the long run, it's easier, cheaper, and better to prepare ahead of time than to have an issue later and make it a very costly in terms of human, you know, human capital and also financial capital. So prepare early and often, have a plan, and be ready. Because there's only really two kinds of companies in this world, one that has had a workplace violence issue and that one that will have a workplace violence issue because as long as you employ people, as long as you have employees, you're going to have those kinds of uh, concerns. So those yeah. would be my three recommendations.
0: Wonderful. And that sounds like a great presentation. I, ho- I, hope, uh, I hope the audience picks up on all of those great uh, takeaways that you're, you're, you're providing to them. If somebody wanted to get a hold of you to learn a little bit more about what R3 Continuum does or a little bit more about what your role is there and the services that we provide, how can they do that?
1: Well, they can go to get a hold of me through R3 Continuum by going to the website. There's there's a contact information in there. Uh, the other way is to just email me, at Oscar, O-S-C-A-R, dot Villanueva, V-I-L-L-A-N-U-E-V-A, at R3C.com.
0: Wonderful. And that website's R3C.com, correct?
1: That's correct.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Oscar. It's been great to have you on the show. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you for joining us on Workplace MVP. R3 Continuum is a proud sponsor of this show and is delighted to celebrate most valuable professionals who work diligently to secure safe workplaces where employees can thrive.